This podcast was made with Descript. Descript is a groundbreaking new media tool that allows creators to edit audio and video like a text document and create a realistic clone of their own voice for seamless edits. Please check out our Patreon at Asian Hustle Network. We want Asians to continue being meaningful and give back to the Asian community. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to contribute to our feature, we hope you become a patron. Hey guys, welcome to the Asian Hustle Network podcast. My name is Brian. And my name is Maggie. And we interview Asian entrepreneurs around the world to amplify their voices and empower Asians to pursue their dreams and goals. We believe that each person has a message and a unique story from their entrepreneurial journey that they can share with all of us. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Asian Hustle Network podcast. We have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Sandy Lin, and she is a 22-year-old second-time founder, content creator, and investor. Sandy started her first business at 19 with her love for dogs, a passion for hard work, and a dream to live life on her own terms. Ever since she has determined to help other young people to do the same. Currently, she is the founder of Small Business Tips, a community for young entrepreneurs to learn about everything business. Learn from industry leaders, connect with fellow entrepreneurs, and meet business mentors. Sandy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored, I've been a big fan, and just been amazing to have you guys. Yeah, I mean, we're super excited to have you here. So let's dive right into it. So Sandy, what was your upbringing like? But how did you become so entrepreneurial at such a young age? Yeah, so I think it dated back when I was a kid. Um, so growing up in Taiwan, my parents was very, extremely poor starting out. So I, I didn't come from a, like a wealthy, you know, third generation or things like that. So growing up, my parents are very poor and I see that growing up as well. So my dad wanted to provide me and my sister a way better life than what he has. So seeing that he never worked a day actually i've never seen a day without working for him and just weekend and weekdays and seeing that he built something from ground up and with my parents i just feel like there's nothing else that i can do in the world other than entrepreneurship mm-hmm. um and just seeing that the possibility of someone without education without a high school diploma can build a, a business a small business and it just gave me the, the expirations and that kind of just motivation to just start something on my own as well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing. What kind of values would you say that your parents instilled in you to give you the confidence to go out and be in business? They gave me the confidence of myself, creativities. Um, I think that starting a business is very hard and everyone knows that, hey, like starting out, you're lonely, you're hard. And I think what they gave me is just the feeling of I can accomplish literally anything that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important quality within a founder because it's so hard to start a business. You have to really believe in yourself and the path that you're creating for other as well. And I think that's what they gave me, the, the most valuable thing that they gave me. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's really amazing. And you said you were born in Taiwan and now you're in the U.S. And what was that transition like? You know, did that make you have any reflections on like your Asian identity at all? And, you know, what struggles did you go through um, immigrating here, if any? Yeah, so when I was in Taiwan, I was so 
like westernized. I wanted to come to the U.S. so bad. I was like, oh my god! I would look at all Hollywood movie and just, you know, at this time they're the show Pretty Little Things and a bunch of like American show. When I was a kid, I was like, wow, that's how American people are. Like that's so amazing. So I always have the aspiration of coming here and like doing things on my own. And I didn't really fully embody the Asian identity of myself because I wanted to be Westernized so badly. And when I came to America freshman year, I felt very lost because I wasn't Asian enough. I wasn't Americanized enough. So I was in this limbo stage of just being like, who am I? You know. So I had to really convince myself. Hey, not convince myself. I had to really grow and pivot myself and say. Who am I? Am I someone who wants to just fit in, or do I want to carve out a path of my own? And I, that at that time, I really start stop and think about, hey, what do I want to people know me as, and what do I want to bring my Asian culture out of? And that's when I really embody how my family integrated as Asian collectivism. It's very big in my culture, and you know,、um, so I really want to make sure. Everything that I carve out in the business, it's also very collective and very communalized.、Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing,、yeah. and it's really inspirational to hear it too. Because, you know, you le- wanting to build your own identity, building your own foundation, it's、mm-hmm. really relatable to a lot of us in the Asian hustle ne- network community. You know, like a lot of us out there want don't want to just be a, a piece of the puzzle. We want to create that puzzle to push our vision out. So, really admire that about you. So let's hop into it. I mean, so out of college, you did an internship, and then you started your first company. What was that like? I mean, did what, what like what? What did the people around you say when you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna start a business without having much life experience ahead of you"? Like, what was that process like? And at the age of 19, too, that's、yeah. incredible and super impressive. Yeah, yeah, extremely well, impressed by you. Right, exactly. <laughs>、um, I actually started out business just w- yeah with one internship that I did with my parents in my in the company, and I started out with social media, and then I touch upon like the, the world of social media in. Instagram was a big one at the time, and Facebook, and it kind of sparked my interest within just the digital world itself. And then at 19, where my friends and just people around me are just start still partying in that phase of just you know going out, and I respect that everyone has their own like path, but I just hone in on myself and I'm like. Do I really want to follow down that path of just traditional college kids, or do I want to make sure that I've used the young like this? Crazy cherishable time of my life within the twenties and nineteens、um, to carve out something great for myself, and I kind of look inward and say, okay, so what do I love, and I what could I build something out of that I feel very passionate about every single day, and then end up being docs in the doc industry.、Mm-hmm. I found myself. Scrolling through Facebook every single day, just like looking at doc pictures, puppy pictures, <laughs> it's it's insane at the time. And I would repost. If you go back to my Facebook, everything is about doc. I just repost it every day. So at that time, okay, so I love doc so much. What can I do, and what can I combine it with? So then I start saying, okay, I love fashion as well. Let me just combine them them two. So I come a fashion and pad together and create a roof. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah, very impressive. And you know, we did a little bit of research on you, and we know that you're at Northeastern University, and you're graduating this December. 
Congratulations. (laughs) I know. So I love to know, like, how was it like juggling between being an entrepreneur and, you know, doing school full time? And so what were like the challenges and things that you learned from that experience? What is challenges, actually? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What are the challenges? It's been a while, right? (laughs) So when school as bad as the South school was my is my second priority I know that I need to finish it um but it's a very hard balance because you have these this amazing business that you built and people around in that business that are relying on you but then you also have your school which is important as well education so you really have to make sure you prioritize things and balance things and block out your day to a T uh, scheduling I, I use Google Calendar really religiously to make sure that, hey, I balance everything out and I still complete school as well. I can't say that I'm the best student, to be honest. I would say that I'm a, a decent amount of student, <laughs> decent student. Um, but I, I do prioritize more of my business instead of my um, college experience. Yeah. yeah. So I do have to sacrifice some college experience, joining clubs, you know, sororities or partying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and take that time and just carve that out for the business instead. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. that's, yeah. That's, that's insane. That's really inspirational. I think a lot of kids around, the, you know, the age of 19, when you first start out Roof, they are more inclined to, you know, go to parties because they see their friends doing it at the same time. But I love how you're able to like really tunnel vision yourself and know what you want to focus on and really like, you know, focus on that and be committed to it. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. I lost a lot of friends at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically swimming upward, right? Like the flow, you're swimming against the flow mm-hmm. and against the norm. So you have to really know what you want and see the vision so strongly. So you're not like getting like what other people are saying about you and thinking about you and your self identity have to be so strong that other people's opinion doesn't really affect you that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just surrounding yourself with the right people really helps. Yeah. Uh, I, starting out in college in freshman year, like I was surrounded with a great group of people, but their priority isn't aligned with what I am. So I had to pull myself out there and make sure that, hey, I need to surround people who I align with, you know? Mm-hmm. So I lost a lot of friends back then, but it's for the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're definitely staying true to yourself and you know how to stay grounded and I love that. Yeah, you are the sum of five people you hang out with to so yeah. choose wisely. And, yep. you know, losing friends, it's going to be a normal thing as you yeah. get older and older, definitely. you know. You're going to find yeah. people who believe in the same things that you do and that same values that are like-minded. And together, like, you push each other into the next level. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So how do you stay so motivated every day? You know, we heard you stick to your Google Calendar religiously. Like, that would burn out anyone in, the, in that type of schedule. So how do you keep yourself so motivated? Um, intrinsic motivation is very important. Um, and my intrinsic motivation comes from just by helping other people. And I know that sounds cliche and kind of like weird, uh, mm-hmm. but just by getting like message on DMs or just a little bit like on a Zoom call, I will hop on random Zoom call with like people that I know from social media and just by talking to them just give me that motivation and remind myself why am I doing all this is to help other people achieve their own dreams as well Mm -hmm. and you 
every single day when I wake up, I need to remind myself because you look at your schedule. Today, I look at my schedule. Everything was packed. And I'm like, oh my God, how can I, how can I go through the day? So mm -hmm. I have a schedule in the morning. I can just wake up. I don't check my phone right away. I will literally just remind myself. I tell myself, why am I doing this? And who am I? And what am I good at? Um, and just continually motivate myself. And having a great team also help with that. My team at SBT is my rock I, I don't know how to thank them enough and if i'm not doing this for myself i have to do it for them as well because they believe in me so much that i'm like i don't know even i believe in myself that much um <laughs> yeah so that's kind of how i stay motivated just by surrounding yourself with the right people and just to make sure that you always remind the core of why you're doing it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i also want to give you a lot of credit too because it's a lot easier said than done like mm -hmm. believing yourself <laughs> Yeah. Because we're all humans at the end of the day, you know, we all go through, go through different emotions. Some days we wake up full of doubt. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is, regardless of where you are in life, no matter how successful you become, you're always going to feel that sense of doubt. You yeah. know, you're always going to be, so it's a normal process of human development, human nature. Yeah, I agree. And I love that you shared your routine because I feel like a lot of people get so stressed out about like the schedule that they have throughout the day and they check their phone in the morning. They're like, oh my gosh, I have so many messages, so many emails. But you know, you really found a routine that works for you, waking up early, setting a routine for yourself, reminding yourself, you know, what you're grateful for, who you are. And then, then you can go into your work like more focused and more alert. Um, and, you know, speaking of SVT, that's how like Brian and I found out about you. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, your career in TikTok later on, but mm -hmm. we'd love to know, like, what was the inspiration behind SVT? And for our listeners, SVT is Small Business Tips. And Sandy is the founder of Small Business Tips, which is a community centered collective empowering the next generation of entrepreneurs. So what was the inspiration behind that? So. Well, the inspiration came from the TikTok video, actually. So I was very afraid to put myself out there at first, um, just because English is my second language. I didn't know how people are going to perceive my accent or the way I talk I might not come across right or anything like that, or just because I'm too young to even provide any value to anyone. So that always stopped me for putting myself out there or just creating a community of helping other people. So one day in quarantine i was like okay let me just try this uh this out so i want to like i know how hard it is to start out as an entrepreneur and i'm 19 i was so lonely because no one around me knows exactly what i'm doing or anything at all so i have google watch youtube crap everything i can to learn about business so i just want to create a community out there that can support each other when you're creating a business and be that, you know, the light in the tunnel and just like, and bump each other up and say, hey, come on, let's go together. Because at the top it's lonely, but it's way better when you have like people with you, you know. Um, so that's kind of why and the inspiration behind SPT as well. Yeah, so we really resonate with your story because having that hub of like-minded entrepreneurs is also the reason why we started Asian Hustle Network. And we also started Asian Hustle Network from a very, I would guess, self selfish point of view because we felt lonely you know that the entrepreneurial path is such a hard path and before starting asian hustle network we had other business ventures where we felt like we couldn't talk to any of our peers you know even our closest friends because it always feels like it's a little bit awkward because they are in different stages of their lives 
for you, most of your friends are in college. For us, most of our friends are married with kids. And when talking to them about that, you feel a little bit of anxiety in some ways because they're looking at you being like, right, you can stop talking to me about your, your life now because I can't relate to you. But these are the type of friends that you don't want to lose because you grew up with them. They've been so close to you. They're just a separate category of friends. You know, that's also the reason why we started Asian Hustle Network because we were wondering, like, is there anyone else to, out, out there that feels this way? And to our surprise, like, a lot of people feel this way, how they couldn't share their story with their peers or their family. And when they post their story with an Asian Hustle Network, the people who knew them will comment on their story and be like, I didn't know this part about you at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's super crazy because I think that's the part that drew us to your community more because we felt such a synergy between us. Yep. And to your, I, whatever you said, the whole thing, I relate to it a hundred percent. You have different bucket of friends and I, you know, you don't want to become across as too like braggy or just saying about like your business, but we're not braggy. We're just, we just want to say about, you know, our path and where we're talking and where we were doing basically, Mm -hmm. but not everyone can relate to that. And I learned to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I learned to do that and just, you know, talk about different topic with um, different people. And then I have my business people that can just hop on the zoom call and just talk away about business and all we talk about is business and that's why i think like community like asian hustle network and small businesses tips are so important for entrepreneurship and entrepreneur in general so they don't feel lonely um and it's so much funner when you're doing with someone you know yeah yeah. absolutely agree with that and i kind of want to transition this over to your successes too. Like mm-hmm. we've seen recently that like, you're on TED Talk. Like mm-hmm. what was that experience like and how that happened? Yeah. So I I was so nervous to be honest. <laughs> I'm not the best speaker. Um speaking, I've I've done speaking before, but it's not my favorite things to ever do. And I had to basically prepare three months ahead about uh for my speech with ted talk and they have like this schedule that you have to follow through i'm like oh my god I, i'm not good at writing i'm not good at speaking how am i gonna do this <laughs> i even hired someone to look through all my speeches and make sure there's no grammar error and i, I practiced like so many times i still stuttered i still stuttered in my tech talk but it was amazing um so uh, the opportunity occurred based on someone I know from high school and they reached out to me and there's, they saw my struggle with um, what I've been through with my personal life with my parents. So my mom has cancer last year. So would that go through, that's also a part of the reason why I, I did decide to shut down roof. Um, and then I pivoted into small business tips and got transitioned into TikTok. Um, the topic of TikTok is, turbulence so they saw the struggle and they know me for very well so they asked me to speak at tech talk um and which is insane because it's also virtual um so it's a very cool experience and i i would yeah it, it, i would definitely do it again if they would have me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sorry to hear about your mom hopefully she's yeah. okay now no no she is a force um she is amazing uh i took a gap semester off last year uh when yeah, last year around this time and just go back to, with, to Taiwan and just spend the time with her. And she's 
amazing right now. She's climbing a mountain. She's doing everything that she loves. Um, I think everything happened for a reason for our family and for her. And it, it just turned out with even better. Wow. Well, that's really amazing to hear. I'm so glad to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's um, talk about your TikTok. And, you know, we know that you have organically grown your platform to over 300,000 followers. Um, more. Yeah, now. yeah, over 300,000. By the time release, it's like half a million for sure. Yeah. And this, <laughs> this happened in six months and that is so incredible and you know you've partnered with so many different brands and talk about your experience just building your TikTok and you know the the relationships that you built from it you know the things that you learned from it anything that you you have you know really learned from that experience yeah so TikTok has been a game changer and a life changer for me um and it's crazy how social media could work so I started out TikTok just by sharing my tips and tricks about business and my journey. I didn't think much of it. I was like, TikTok is probably just a for kid platform, but I just need somewhere to release my creativities. Um, and that's not going to be Instagram because all my friends and family are on there. So I turned to TikTok and I just started posting. I posted one or two TikToks in the first day. And the second, second one, we took off and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So... There is people on TikTok who want to learn about business. Let me just keep on posting. So I post every single day, two to three times every day. And the community just keep on growing. I was like, oh my God, you found land of opportunity. There's so many amazing aspiring entrepreneurs on TikTok who want to start their business. One, they don't know how to. Second, they're afraid of failures or they just don't know it's possible if they are no, there's no experience involved. So it gave me the idea that's where SBT came from, which my handle on TikTok is also small business tips. Um, so it, that's where it came from to evolve into a community. It gave me the opportunity of connecting with so many different amazing creators, brands, just people in general. My whole team on small business tips is founded through TikTok. Um, so it, I'm literally all my second whole business for TikTok from TikTok, basically. Um, yeah, I think TikTok value authenticity, storytelling, and just be super genuine. If you are genuine, people know that. They know if you are a fake person, if you are genuine, if you really know what you're doing, TikTok reward that and people reward that as well. Wow, that is amazing, you yeah. know, and also it helps that you can dance really well, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, I didn't start dancing until, like, a while in. I started doing, like, pointy things. I uh -huh. did, like, one, two, yeah. three, four pointy things because I was so bored. I was like, ah, I'm just going to do that. <laughs> and then I get a little boring, so I had to add in some spice for myself. <laughs> I added dancing and then start acting on TikTok, doing, like, transition things. But, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, we've been following you for a yeah. while too. Or he's like, dude, she's grown so much. I yeah. even started following you when you had like 31K. Yeah, 31? I would see you, would see yeah. you on my for you page like all the time. And then, you know, I found out that, you know, because your handle is small business tips underscore, right? <laughs> I started putting in that hashtag, like looking it up, and like the most has hashtags for that was small business tips underscore. I was like, wait, that's Sandy's username. And I was like, wow, you really created like a whole community mm -hmm. from your, you know, business, your TikTok. And I think that's so amazing. I think yeah. that's really awesome too. Yeah. And 
we do want to talk a little bit more about mental health mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you're on social media a lot and we know that so, a lot of social media or a lot of anything is not too good for your mental health. So how do you manage all the, in, all the messages that come your way, all the emails, people want to talk to you, people want a piece of your time. Like, mm-hmm. How does that strain you mentally on a normal basis and how do you deal with something like that? completely transparent i'm still dealing with that um it, it's so new to me like at, i was a business owner I, I am a business owner so i'm always on the back end of social media so no one knows my face so this whole like creators times and with social medias and entrepreneur thing is so new to me and i was so overwhelmed in the first place i was like there's so many people relying on me and so many messages coming in i don't know how to deal with it so talking to other creator really helped me. And one thing that's amazing about TikTok, people are so open to just connect with you. Um, so I reached out to a bunch of creator that are in the same realm as I am and just talk to them. And just, it's nice to have someone knowing what you're going through and just talk it out. So that definitely helped. And also having my my team helping me manage my DMs also helped as well. It's definitely hard and I feel bad for them, but um, it definitely helped. But just taking breaks. It's okay to take breaks. I think when I started out um, in the first two, three months, I I was so in it. I crank out like three piece of content per day and it's insane now I think about it and I got burned out I got completely burned out um in September I was like well I can't do this anymore like I can be on TikTok all day on TikTok it's like not only creating but you have to consume so much of content in order to keep up with the trend and you consume and then you you create and then just constant cycle. So I gave myself like, you know, a, a break of, I gave myself a break, one piece of content per day. That's what I gave myself. And now I slowly do like three to four contents piece per week. So it's just, you need to know where is your energy level is and your mental level and constantly adjust that with social media because social media is so fast paced and you get caught up with the numbers so easily you just really need to readjust your um expectations and know why you're doing the whole thing it's not because of the metrics and not because of numbers it's because that you love it so much and just remind yourself of the passions and spark it again when you are drowned or something like that Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely agree. Yeah. When you talked about, you know, you have to create and you also have to make time to consume. That is so relatable because like Brian and I are always on TikTok, like trying to see what the latest trend is and like what the latest music is. On top and of that, our so Facebook hard. group is always exploding with, with notifications, you know? Oh yeah. my God. I don't know how you guys manage Facebook group. I have one Facebook group and I can't, I can't, Facebook group is hard. Like you guys, <laughs> It's such a good job. Like every time I go on your Facebook group, I'm like constantly in awe of how many value and story is provided on there. And that's really, it just, it feels like community there, you know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That is our purpose. Yeah. And how do you, you know, find inspiration for your TikTok content? Like, do you ever have any instances where you're just writing into a block? Like you don't know what to- Career's block? Yeah, what to produce or what to create. And, you know, how do you find that inspiration? Yeah, I have 
so much lately, especially, um, especially with running a business and having to do like content creation as well. You're like, wow, this time that I'm content creating, I can be running a business right now. <laughs> I can be doing my taxes or something like that. Um, but it, it helps when I am talking to new people, when I'm talking to new people on TikTok or just looking at accounts that are not in my niche also help me um, generate more fluid because when you're always constantly in your own niche you're like oh it's always oh this person is, has such a good content maybe i should like do something like that but i don't like to copy someone else's content so i need to like look at somewhere else completely different niche and see how other niche i can integrate that into my own niche um so i have a notion page I'm crazy. So I have Notion page of bucket of content that I, I can create. And then there's actually a really great um, TikTok tool called Talkboard. Talkboard shows you like the top trend um, of music coming up on TikTok. So I'll go on there and scout out music. And then every single week, I'll put like a list of 10 on my TikTok. Notion board and just use those music where I'll just save a bunch of them when I'm consuming contents. Wow, that's a really good tip. Yeah, that's a really interesting. <laughs> that's the first time I heard of that. We're getting small uh, small TikTok <laughs> tips right now. Yeah, yeah. That's a new community. <laughs> that's amazing. And so, you know, you have been just on this wow journey since such a young age, you know, creating your own company and, you know, being on TED Talk and, you know, being such a great, you know, idol on TikTok. Role model. And role model, Yeah. What were the challenges and like, did you, did you ever have any challenges um, just related to being like a member of a minority group and being a woman as well? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I'll say my top challenges. First one is overcoming yourself. Um, and then just overcoming the thought of like, you can't do it and you're impostering someone else that you're not. Um, and then secondly, being a woman of color that also definitely pose challenges and it, it hurts me to be honest. It never hurts me when you question my expertise, but it hurts me when you were target tour you know, who I am as a person and without knowing my story or background. Um, and I didn't used to deal with that well. Mm -hmm. I get comments and, um, you know, or DMs about that, about, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a woman or go back to your own country or something like that. You know, it's common like that. And you used to get to me so badly. Like I would bash them. I, I would bash them in my head. And then I would try to make sure that like, I never see them again. I'll just like block them or delete their comments or anything like that. Um, up till, up until I would say like after my kind of break in September, October, I completely like just, okay, I was like, okay, the, everyone has different opinions and I cannot be the one who, you know, just change their opinion and their opinion is their opinion. I'm just going to continue to be who I am and what I do. Um, and I just ignore that. Once I overcome that knowledge of I can't change their perspective and just hone in on my own perspective, then that's all I need matters. And I will come back. If you don't like it, you can unfollow me. I would even do you the, do you the privilege of helping you unfollow me, you know? Um, but yeah, so there is definitely challenges, but you just really know, need to make sure you know who you are. 
Yeah, that statement alone is really powerful. Just know who you are, knowing what you bring to the table. Like you can't let these little comments get to you. Otherwise, they just ruin your mental health. They ruin your day. And I saw a quote before. It's like you have like like x amount x amount of seconds today. Are you gonna let one second ruin your day? You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I I I like that perspective a lot. And because we bring it up. Because a lot of people do take these comments seriously and it does hurt their feelings. We've seen creators out there that take it like really personally and start crying and start stop creating and stop being creative. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so strong that we keep on reiterating this point. Like, don't let these comments get to you. Continue being who you are and your situation. Continue mm-hmm. being awesome, Sandy. Like we love your content. We love mm-hmm. everything about you. Like we love the way you can dance, sing, what <laughs> but, but in, in business. So keep doing you. Yeah. It's really like you need to know what your value is and there's not always going to be people that's, you know, want to bring you down. And basically by putting yourself in social media or anything, you're putting a target behind your back, um, allowing people to do that because it's open space, you know, it's public. So if you're not ready for it, make sure you are fully ready and know who you are and your value to continue to create. Um, if you get to a point where like you're feeling demotivated by these comments, maybe it's time to take a break and get to know who you are first, then continue to do what you are and producing. Because when you are not loving your own contents, people know mm-hmm. it's insane because there's a period of time, time, like in August, September, I was very down and I don't feel like I want to create that much. And my view when drop down people know that synergy and just energy that you're putting out so you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and who you like just what you're putting out as well yeah that's that's a great tip yeah so sandy what are your goals for the next five years you want to hear more about what you want to do yeah so um goals is interesting so i've got asked this questions um a lot and my answer is always life changed so much um things evolve things happen and i never know corona would happen no one knows or you know things happen so you can set goals all you want but if we never match up with realities and with goals if you don't get to that goal you get sad and if you exceed it you kind of just like yeah you know i kind of just take it by day by day i'm going to do my best every single day and whatever i achieve in five years will be the best that i achieved and that will be my goal <laughs> my goal is to just be happy every single day and continue to create value for other people i guess that's my forever goal just to continue to create value for other people as well yeah. I love it. I love that mindset where, you know, you're more value-based rather than goal-based, you know, because if you're just chasing after a goal, you're never going to be satisfied because you're going to have a bigger goal. It's all about the journey goal. at the end of the day. It's all about the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad actually changed that in my, in my mind. Before, I was like hitting goals every single day. I'll set daily tasks. I mean, I still do, but like I, I don't beat myself down, but I don't achieve it um but then i kind of switched that mindset and so much happier now i'm so much happier i'm just like yeah i did well today amazing that's amazing i think it's really amazing how you also built your small business tips team just all from tiktok and i'm very curious to know like what do you typically look for when you're looking for a team member to come on board 
Yeah. So I literally post a TikTok and I was like, hey, I'm looking for interns and just team members and 300 people applied. I was like, oh my God, this is insane. <laughs> I had to read through 300 applications. I was like, wow. Um, but in terms of values and just people that I look forward is they are, I don't really care about if you have necessarily too much experience. All I care about is you are here to learn and you are open to anything and creativity as well. Um, critical thinking is so important just to not limit yourself. I always tell my team, there's nothing that's wrong in anything. Like in a startup world, this is where you can make any mistake and it's okay. No one's going to remember. It's fine. Um, so think big, think crazy and be creative and make mistakes. That's how we're going to learn. Yeah. Uh, that's our philosophy too. Yeah. Think big. Yeah. Really yeah. We have like a lot of motivational stickers around our house. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like think big, be audacious, do this, do that. And I feel like there's a lot of good synergy between us right now. <laughs> exactly. And Sandy, you know, I'm sure you have hundreds and hundreds of small business tips, but what is one advice that you can give to an aspiring entrepreneur? My advice would be if you have a dream, just start it, chase it, go after it. Do not wait. The moment you wait, you're just pushing it and giving yourself an extra day of excuse. So that's my first advice. That's my kind of only advice because anything else, if you have the right mindset, you can chase after it. You can learn anything, but it all start with mindset and just getting started. Mm -hmm. That's a really good tip. Action oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Very sound advice. Thank you so much for that. Well, it was amazing hearing your story, Sandy. It was incredible just learning about you and your journey. How can our listeners learn more about you online? Absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram um, on our business, small business tips underscore. That's also on TikTok, Instagram, and my personal is by Sandy Lin. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Thank you Thank so, you so much, much for being on the show today, Sandy. We learned so much from you. We're really inspired by you and you know, we hope to collaborate again in the future. Yeah. Thank you. Likewise, let me know how else I can help. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks, Sandy. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to the show. We would like to get to the top 10 on iTunes, so be sure to leave us a five-star review. We release an episode every single Wednesday, so stay tuned. Thank you guys so much.